right, and welcome, welcome. How you doing, Aiden? Hey, how you doing? What's happening, friends? How are you? Not much. Where are we? What is this? We are in a new studio right now. Actually, the same studio we used last week, but it's kind of new to us. New to us because we're not supposed to be allowed here. This is for right? the good people. Well, welcome to another Untitled Gamecast, episode 12 for the week of February 6th. Wow, we're already done with the first month of uh, 2020. Can you believe that? I don't, I don't know if this is 12. I think this is 11 because we're not counting the specials. Oh, we're not counting. All right, well. Because those are like bonuses. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, if whoever's listening, you could count that as your own episode if you like. It's okay. You know? I'll so let it in. It'll be up for right. discrepancies. So I'm Aiden Gross. Join with me and my brother always, Dominic. Dominic Hello, Mika. hello. Do- and today... We've got a voice with us. Special guest. Not only in my head and in my heart. <laughs> Dermo, please. But <laughs> next to us, Sergio Campos. Not like the Mexican restaurant, even though Campos gets me hungry every time I say that. He was very adamant about I'm that. Very good no connection. That. <laughs> it's like the boondocks. Uncle Ruckus, no relation. <laughs> How are you, Sergio? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So Sergio is actually in our radio podcasting class. We've known him for a while. He works with me. I also do a little sports highlights, and he's great with sports, knows his games. We always wanted him to come on. Yeah, We finally yeah, yeah. got it to work out, got another mic in here. So hey. Yeah, it's sweet. I like it. Yep. So how you guys both doing good? That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Did you watch the Super Bowl? It's all very happy. Uh, yeah, I caught the Super Bowl, I think, from like halfway through the second quarter on, and it was really entertaining. I actually really liked it this year. Yep. Well, now we're going to talk about games. All right. And that's Good, because I didn't here. watch the Super Bowl. No, I, I know games. you didn't. That's, no, that's, that's, like, no, that's why I got really f***ing oh. nerd. <laughs> yeah. So we got a lot on the list today. We have some Pokemon Home news, some details on that, some Final Fantasy VII news because the trailer dropped and me and Dom are excited about that. Ooh, also, that's got me questioning some things. Right. Also, a little bit of PS5 news, their website launch. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Also... Oh no, the coronavirus is in our topic today. We're going to get to that. We're not sick. We're all good. Don't worry. But the coronavirus is merging into the gaming world. Ooh. But first, we want the viewers to get to a little, or the listeners to learn a little about you, Sergio. We like to ask our guests, even though you're our first one, what's your top three favorite games? Your little history of your game. Like, top yeah. three favorite games are like your first system. I mean, just, oh. it doesn't even have to be the ones you think are the best, just the ones just that your mean the most. Yeah, your yeah. favorite. Uh, ooh, I'm trying to think. Well, to be, I've been gaming since I was like, Four or five, something okay. like that. Okay. All right. Uh, the first consoles I can remember owning were the uh, Game Boy Advance SP and the GameCube. It was uh, the GameCube. Yes, it was the GameCube, actually. See, and you're how old again? I am turning 20 in May. So you're a little younger. I'm 24, so I remember the age, like, the Game Boys came out and the GameCube was, like, kind of the second generation. Yeah, I'm 25. Stuff. I remember right. going to, I forget what it was. I think it might have been a Radio Shack in the mall to pick up Pokemon Yellow for Ooh, the Game Boy Color. Okay. That was a trip. With Pikachu on the front, right? Yeah, yep, the one I where Pika- the first one where you could have a Pokemon walk behind you. Yep. I think that's I mean, I say game, the first yeah. one, but it was the third, you know, right, right, American right. release because yeah. you had red and blue and then yellow followed. Yeah. And then I had the Xbox and all my friends had the GameCube. I had to pick one. Mm. So I always was into those sports games oh, and all yeah. like driving games and like a lot of games that PlayStation because I had a PS2 also, but never any Nintendo ones. So I had to go to my friend's house to play GameCube games. So I'm a big uh, GameCube guy also. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, the first like three consoles were like those two and then like PlayStation 2 because my dad owned that one. No, oh, there you go. And then just throughout the years, like just kept advancing with like the new generations and in, as of most recently been going back a few generations because right. I got an N64 from the local game store like a couple years ago. I still have my N64. My cousin gave it to me in New York. He's 32 shout out to john and i was about eight or nine i went over there and i had only had a game boy at the time and he was going to college he's like you could have my n64 and i was like wait what and this was huge to me and he's like yeah oh, yeah. you could go get any of my games i picked golden eye banjo kazooie which now Ooh. is my favorite 
mascots of all time. Yeah. What else is in there? Oh, Super Mario, the what was the original one? Super Mario three six or N sixty four. It, uh, it was Super Mario 64. Yeah, yeah Super Mario right. 64. Because then they had Fox. Super Mario 64. Right. It's when they added the 64 yeah. to right. everything. Yeah, Star Fox was on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good oh, one. We, that, have a, we have an outside our peanut gallery talking about Pokemon. That was an Pokemon. interesting one. Yeah. At my work, because I work at the Game Exchange, we sell more Pokemon snaps than people don't know. Well, you we guys got to repeat what they say, because that's not going to be picked up on the oh, so outside. I, don't, I didn't a, hear that. We had an outside voice. Uh, Sean was saying, if we're talking about N64, does anyone remember Pokemon Snap? I Which do. Pokemon Coliseum is my favorite. Pokemon Snap is great. But that takes us into a troubling topic. Also on top do of we that, trust Sean's opinion enough to put in the podcast? The, that's Well, Pokemon Snap sells a lot at my work. Yeah. That one and I've... Uh, okay, oh, I so second opinions. People don't know it. Sells all the time at work. It's Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. And it's N64 Ooh, game. And people yeah. buy it without... We sell it with it because it's the first game that's... It comes with a mic mm-hmm. that sticks in your N64 and you talk to Pikachu. And he yeah. talks back to you and you could talk... It was the weirdest thing. And it, yeah, it was... Yeah, I remember seeing know, all this kind of stuff. It was really weird to see the experimental side of how the N64 would go. Oh, that's yeah. a whole whole another day podcast then, of just <laughs> the, per, the stuff that Nintendo has made. That's like, a whole series stuff. of podcasts yeah. of just how Nintendo's experimenting. And okay. Sean, don't leave. We love you. <laughs> the best. I know Dom's probably heard of this, but... I think back in the original days, Nintendo made like a love tester. You guys remember that? It was like a love compatibility machine or something. They've made some. No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Oh, Dom, I got to show it to you. It was like in the. After the show, after the show. No, not now, but 80s or 90s. And it was like two people held something. I, it was something, and you sat, sat across from each other. It was weird. They All did right. some weird it, it was, stuff. Well, we it we was gotta move. Test. We gotta keep. We gotta keep on track here, though. All right. We got a top three games. What, yeah, what, what were, were your games? top three games? Oh my god! Uh, I know Let- time, it was yeah. Legend of Zelda two. Okay. Because uh, they remade that for the uh, the Switch. The so you're talking? Them, yeah. Well, no. For uh, they made that for the Game Boy. So I've been playing that for years. So Link's Awakening, right? Yeah. yeah uh, no, like. Legend of Zelda 2 Link's Awake uh, Link's Adventure. Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's Link's I almost said Link's Awakening. It's on the Game Boy? It was yeah, it got remade onto the Game Boy in yeah. like the two thousands, I think. No, earlier than that. Something you, like that. Are you talking about like the side scroller Legend of Zelda? Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah, you. when they went from overhead to side scroller for the first time. Yeah. Alright. So that's a good one. Next. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um let me see. You have that um I guess all time burnout. Ooh, that's I, a good. That's I, a hard. That's I, a good one. I, I never played it. it. It's really fun. I, Deep I, cut there. The, the I like two, that one. The two fair, I didn't great. learn how to play it a lot. I just ended up just crashing into things. Like yeah. I just love seeing the destruction that you can cause with it. Right. Um, and yeah, I guess third one would be GTA. Just that whole. Series. I'm, trying, I'm looking up Zelda Two: The Venture of Link. It's not that one. No, it, it's the Legend it is of Zelda: that one, Link yeah. to the Past. It is that one. No, okay. no, no, it's it's that one. It's like the the second game to like the. Right. Direct so sequel one. to the first the game direct sequel. shifted the main perspective to a side-scrolling view rather than the top-down view of its predecessor. Yeah, that was a huge game. That When that came out, it was really big. Um, All right. Um, I've never played it, so I can't talk about either of those games. In terms of GTA, though, I've played GTA Five. I couldn't get into GTA Four. Ooh, I love GTA. I like the story for GTA Five. All right. I thought Trevor was kind of unnecessary. I don't know. I didn't. He's not he's an you, Trevor. <laughs> GTA 5 Trevor. He's my favorite character. Speaking of that, I won't go in that topic because I, I listened yeah. last night but I didn't write down the notes. One of the heads left of Rockstar. Yeah. One of oh, the really? guys left of it. Yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll know. People know yeah. Rockstar. They're usually the two main guys. Yeah. Rockstar is a company where those two heads like to see everything that happens through gameplay changes, anything. So. Oh, wow. Well, we'll yeah. see on that. Um, All right. So we're going to move on. Before we talk about the meaty topics of Pokemon Home, I want to talk about some news first. Quickly, first off, did you know Reggie, you know, Fizume, prevented Nintendo from changing its logo to a graffiti-type logo? 
I thought that was funny. That sounds awful heard, to me, but it's funny. I haven't yeah. heard that before. That's actually really. And he said <laughs> they wanted to appeal to a different audience and didn't. And it's funny because they always wanted to age up the brand because it's always felt like little kids. Yeah, like the, little kid I, there's some sort of quote somewhere that says, you know, <laughs> simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Right. If oh, it's yeah. simple and it's jo- got just that kind of timeless style, you don't need to change anything up. Right. It's when you try to go too trendy, too in with the now, yeah. that you end up having to change it a couple years later and people look back and say, oh, that's. Mm-hmm. That's why you know you look at like those water those what's that design from the '90s with just like the blue circles and like the oh purple I know triangles. what you're talking about I forget the, the name like, of it I'm yeah. tie dyeing but that's yeah. not what it is <laughs> no it's not tie dyeing it's like you would see what it we on, have like, you for Sergio here yeah. we should know this come on I'm <laughs> joking all right um, I was so, looking into that more though and just just quick trivia Dom did you know that you know what the classic Nintendo logo is called that we all know and love. Uh, they call it the th- racetrack logo. Oh, I like that. They, yeah. call it. they internally called the original Nintendo logo the racetrack logo because of its oval around it, which I thought that was kind of funny. That's oh, cool. All that's right. really cool. So moving on, speaking of Nintendo, do you guys ever play their mobile games? I, pl- I played a few of theirs. Really? So I'm a big guy, and I love the mobile games there. And we don't really talk about mobile games very much on the show, but I want to talk about because it it's surprising. Their mobile games like revenue thing came in. It said Nintendo's mobile games have now officially generated more than $1 billion dollars in lifetime revenue. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, I've is, played yeah. Fire Emblem Heroes, but well, I don't I play say. many of the other ones. Well, but this once is you get like the Mario Kart and yeah. stuff, yeah. Well, this is from all games from Mar- Fire Emblem Heroes, Dragalia Lost, Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, Mario Kart Tour, Super Mario Run, Dr. Mario World, and yeah, oh, that's a good one. Can you guess what's the highest performing Nintendo game of all of them are? Mo- or more revenue? Um, is Pokemon Go on that list? Pokemon Go is on this list. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to say either that or Mario Kart Tour. Nope. It was Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, really? I that earlier. Yep. Fire, made 61% yeah. of, of Nintendo's mobile revenue. Makes wow. sense. <laughs> I, I swear, though, if you want to see what... And that game's some, been out for a while, though, the longest yeah. of their mobile games. If you oh. want to see some real mobile game money, though, you should check out Fate Grand Order. That's one oh, I think yeah, Sony does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that pulls in some crazy money. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. also a crazy game. Do you want to know the worst performing of all their games? Animal Crossing them? Pocket Camp? Nope. Doctor uh, Mario. Oh, oh, I should let Sergio chime in. No, I, I would have honestly, I honestly would have picked like Mario Kart just really? because of how new it was. Like mm-hmm. I just thought it was gonna be that. Which I liked. I felt Doctor Mario was fun, but it really didn't throw as many microtransactions at you like the other ones did. Yeah. See, now he's getting his chair. See, I, everyone, I'm smart. I <laughs> I'm sit in a chair for our long, elaborate. I'm not wanna, sitting. I'm just leaning. I don't want to lean against the you wall. Could sit. We could sit. We're in a big sit. studio. You know. I don't want to. <laughs> so, yeah, but Dr. Mario was the least. It doesn't throw that many microtransactions with you, which I like that. and doesn't really, they don't prioritize in it. The other one, which I said, with like Super Mario Run, it was basically a pay one time fee and get the whole levels and expansion. You know uh, what I mean? So it's weird how they're monetizing their games. Don't you feel like that, Dom? Yeah. Like one game, they you pay for all the levels. One you pay, it's just weird. Fire Emblem, I think it's like a gotcha game where you get like pins. Or yeah, well, Fire Emblem is um, gotcha type where you're rolling for right. like different heroes at a time. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a game like Dr. Mario, I think trying to like microtransaction games like that or like games like Tetris where they're just super simple. Right. You're just going to lose people. Right. You have to have some sort of facet to kind of gate that's not going to break the gameplay too much. Right. So, for instance, I play Fate Grand Order. You like it? Yeah. What's I, it kind it, of like? It's something to play. I just kind of like... <laughs> it's something to play since <laughs> you're laughing. That's, that's a bit of an well, <laughs> accurate statement. Well, no, statement. You, guys, you guys know how it is. Sometimes you just need like a gamer or two on your phone just that yeah. way when you're busy. It's you like a time killer time thing. game. Yeah. yeah. Or one of those games you can just always come back and like know where you're progressing and just kind of like and continue grinding. It's just super no, weird. Yeah. Like Leonardo da Vinci's a chick for some reason. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, 
seriously, that's probably the best way to describe Fate Grand Order. Like, some random historical characters are women for no reason, right. other than they can make them, like, cute anime girls. I think we're in a good time it's in mobile weird. games. I remember when mobile games got huge and everyone was like, we're loot South Park beta episode about it and, like, just, yeah. like, how microtransactions yeah. and monetizing. I think now we're in a good thing, a good time now with mobile games are... There's so many of them. I yeah, use Apple Arcade. Yeah, the market's fl- definitely flooded with a lot of them, just even from bigger companies and such. Right. And you still have all those that are like their main prioritization is like is either selling you ads or um, right or microtransacting the hell out of There's you. There's enough free to play like, games that you can do get stuff. They're just watching ads. My friend plays a yeah, full exactly. FIFA game. They just watches ads and doesn't pay anything. Gets full like as if you would pay money for it. Oh yeah, no, there's plenty that do that. But yeah, no, the the one reason why I've been like very questionable with the mobile game industry is just like how many ads like people will try to punch it. Like I think the worst offender is um, what company is it? They I don't know the company off the top of my head, but one of the games I have on my phone is called Baseball Boy. And like okay. anytime you go in for like a launch, it's like there's an ad that right. pops up right as you enter the screen. See, it depends, yeah. Uh, God, I wish I can remember the company oh. off the top of my head. Right. I mean at the same time, I like the games that you can play free with ads, but then you can pay money to cancel it. Um well not cancel it, pay money to like oh, not have right. ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kinda cool, but I also like there's this mobile game I played called Hold Down. I think it was like three bucks, something okay. like that. And basically, it's like an upside down brick breaker kind of. Like you're going down, oh, like kind of drilling yeah, down. Yeah, and you oh, I love those type of games. I gotta write that the down. Bricks, after. but if like the bricks, right? They move one level up every time. So if they get past where you're shooting from, you gotta restart the right. level. Mm. And it's just it's one fun. of those addicting games. It's a lot of fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. I like that. I even told Dom. I think when I first when we first started shooting this, I finally got the iPhone 11 Pro x or max or whatever it is and i got the apple arcade so it's like five dollars a month for like i think it launched with like 200 games like the sayonara wow oh wow really good triple a games i've been addicted to it playing uh this game called grindstone which is the bet one of the best ones uh, everyone on ign loves it's called what the golf where it's about (laughs) if you hate it's a game for people that hate golf it's just like it's so fun what the golf (laughs) yeah so mobile games are just really taken off and also getting back to nintendo's uh, <laughs> mobile games we that's good we have sergio that's what we got here to talk so the animal crossing mario kart tour it was just more about paying money to get things faster which i didn't like and i find it really interesting that they have this broad spectrum of monetization it feels like it's a company that's dipping into mobile games and trying to find the pay model that's like that works best for them you know what i mean yeah so well, not just they're, they're, they're experimenting for... without putting all their uh all their eggs in one basket and yeah. hoping it works right? yeah well I think it's cool that it's not just the methods that work for them, but it's also the methods that work for the consumer. Right. That's because they have, like you were saying, Doctor Mario, which has very few, very little. Yeah. Wow. Also, I I found also I found the name of that company. It's Voodoo. That's what it was. Uh, The Voodoo Company. So moving on, we're going to talk about last week. Do you play Pokemon, Sergio? Yes, I do, actually. I'm a really big Pokemon fan. Really? Yeah, I fell out of it. uh, I'm trying to think. After X and Y, I think See, when they I did, did Ultra Sun, the 3DS Ultra. stuff, I stopped for a bit, and then I picked up the Switch. I was waiting for one to come. Oh yeah, I as soon love... as as soon as Sword and Shield came out, like I think my brother yeah. got the Switch for a couple other games. As soon as Sword and Shield were announced, I almost instantly like as soon as it came out in stores, went to go get um Shield, and That's then good. got Sword afterwards. And Dom's been playing it. Me and Dom talking about it periodically about the it's it's a great game. Yeah. I'm, I love. I'm playing. I bought both. I let my friend Mario borrow Shield. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Sword. He's trading me all the exclusive ones. Yeah. But I'm addicted. And like we talked about last week, the expansion. I'm iffy about this expansion because you'd have to pay it for twice. It's thirty dollars for both expansions. But if you have, which I have both games, if you buy the DLC on Sword, you don't get it on Shield. So and then. I mean, well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes it's sense. Two different games. Yeah, I, I thought, but I thought it would connect to your account, my my Nintendo account. It would read that I have an expansion for any game. 
Yeah, you know but I mean? tied I, to my, my guess is there's probably, like Nintendo do, different right. exclusives in the different expansions right. for the game. So I'm getting ahead of myself. I was about to say yeah. something, and they'll be like, what? What are you talking about? So we've been hearing about news about Pokemon Home. Which Pokemon Home, do you want, do you know what it is, kind of, Dom? I could explain if you want to explain Yeah, it. Pokemon Home, um, it's basically kind of like a Pokemon box that connects to all these different generations. You've heard so, about this, right, Sergio? Yeah, so, uh, so it's I heard them to, announce it. I didn't okay. read too much into yeah, it. Yeah, so it's meant to connect to like Pokemon Go. It's meant to connect to the new games on the Switch, and I think it's also meant to connect to the 3DS games. Right. Oh wow. Right. But I think you can only connect to the 3DS games if you do the paid subscription. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So what do we have here? It's coming on February, and we learned a lot more because they put out a, a, a little director, a couple news, like about the pricing structure and kind of how it works. And there's still a lot of questions. So to go down the basic run, there's a free version of Pokemon Home and a premium version. Which I hate how they do these free and premium versions, yeah. with a different price with different pricing options for each. Regardless if you get the free or premium one, you don't need Nintendo Switch Online in order to use it. Which oh. that's a big one because people don't always like. Pay. I mean, how much is on is Nintendo Switch Online? Twenty dollars a month. I think something? mine refreshes like every month. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks for like a right. year or something. Like. Which I had to rebuy it because sometimes I play Smash online. I can't play Smash online without Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. Even the n- online functions of ranked playing Pokemon Switch and, or Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. you can't do it without Nintendo Switch Online. So this is yeah. big. Well, that's, that's, that's well. Impressive. Keep in mind, they're still making you pay to go back to the older games. Yeah, this is something Nintendo hasn't really done before right yeah because if you look at just going back through nintendo's history you were able to get transfer pokemon from red yellow and blue mm-hmm. forward to gold silver crystal but then there was no way to get the game boy color pokemon over to ruby sapphire and emerald right that's true but from ruby sapphire emerald all the way forward you could trade between the game boy advance games mm-hmm. and when the nintendo ds originally came out it had the game boy advance cartridge reader on the bottom right right yeah so, so you could that. just go straight so through so you could trade forward generations and I that just was makes the old link cable well, hold up hold up <laughs> hold up for a second and that was fine because you had to have the new system to right. play the new pokemon games anyway exactly. yeah. so you weren't paying for anything extra then going forward from ds to 3ds it's just kind of same thing so they can connect. You can wireless trade. Mm-hmm. They had that built in. Right. But now they're moving from the 3DS to the Switch, and you can't you can't trade forward anymore. So you could conceivably have Pokemon like I do. Right. That you've had for Ever. since Ruby Sapphire and Emerald, that you now can't get forward anymore unless you pay more money on top of the money Which you is paid ridiculous. for the Switch. Yeah. On top of the money you paid for. Pokemon Shield, which I was trying to case. say, the $60 for the product, which in my case, 120 for both, then you're yeah. paying for Nintendo Switch Online is not well, you, their fault. But Both then. is both. You chose yeah. to buy both. Yeah, that's, that's my that's fault. Guys, yeah. That's a personal problem. <laughs> but how do you pick? Everyone listening to this, tell me when you bought that, you weren't like, which one do I get? Oh, I grabbed both. And when I was <laughs> young, I bought every one. It went on either two things. I always went with a friend to buy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So either what he liked, I got the opposite, or I liked, he got the opposite, or whatever was just the coolest um, thing, or um, like the picture to me. Yeah. I didn't have disposable income, so I had to go with one, but now I have a job, so I can buy a book. So no, you can get both. Yeah, yeah I, I did that with um, with Soren Shield. I think I bought Sh- uh, Shield originally, and then my friend wanted the game, so I was just like, here, I'll give you Shield, I'll get Sword, and we'll, um, we'll swap yeah. out Pokemon, because we know that there's exclusives in each one. I think they just make this really confusing. I know you guys won't see this, because we're, I mean, I'm going to uh, move over in the where I'm sitting, but I'm going to try to explain this, how they make it. I mean, look at all these gra- graphs. I'm going to have to try to explain oh, how the they heck? make it easier and like the free and premium version. They make this confusing. I mean, one thing I also have here, which I'm I in, in, uh, I'm into Pokemon Go. 
Pokemon Go compatibility won't be available at lunch, which is weird. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. That's well, I mean, fair play. Yeah. Nintendo may be the person who owns the IP, but in the end, Niantic is the one doing Pokemon Go while you have Game Freak doing all the mainline right. Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. And to get those kind of connected and get everything worked out so people can't exploit it. All right. That's a big to-do. It is. Yeah. Especially since, since, you know, Nintendo's not known for being, like, pioneers in online right. offerings. Right, exactly. I mean, how long did it take them to do an online subscription service? A good, yeah. I it mean, took a year and well, a half. Even, how long did it take until they launched it? it well, was, I mean, even it if was, you... I think around the, well, the, hold, the, hold, the Switch hold came up out here. was when the, the, the I'm the talking even compared to Xbox Live Gold oh, right. and PlayStation Plus. Right, 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 right. When did Xbox Live Gold launch? That launched... With the Xbox 360, yeah? I think at worst it came like a month after. Because a lot of the, like with PS3, Xbox 360s, like they had their subscription services like well before Nintendo. And then just recent, uh, like with the release of the Switch, they went to subscription based, which is both good and bad. If you ask me, I honestly would rather the, like not the subscription, just so I don't have to worry like every however period I paid for. To go like, oh, shoot, I forgot the connections. Right. Like, I think my brother recently, his PS4 one expired, and he's trying to figure out when the, uh, when to go get his new uh, gold membership. I mean, it's true. So what else do we have on here on the list? We're talking about Pokemon Home, which it's, it's just a confusing topic. So another, I mean, just have other details. You can I mean, really for me, it. it's just confusing because I haven't. Right. I've only kind of like read an overview of right. it. But I mean, I go through the most in-depth of for articles and people that know how to explain it, even there, like it's confusing. So, what does it say? You can trade your Pokemon freely, or you could trade your yeah, you could trade your Pokemon freely from Sword and Shield directly to Pokemon Home and back. But that is not the case for Pokemon Bank, Let's Go, and Pokemon Go, which is interesting. Hmm. I don't get the reasoning for that. Maybe it's you know, they maybe it's maybe it's just issues. one of those things where they're um they're testing it as it goes. So like they're starting with Sword and Shield, yeah. and then they'll eventually get to let's go um pokemon go and so on why do you think that is um and why do you think they're doing that well my guess would be because this is meant to replace pokemon bank isn't it yes yeah and they don't want people like power leveling pokemon in their game where you can just battle pokemon to level mm-hmm. them up right, right, right and then trading them back to pokemon go to dominate a gym right, right right so i think they only want it to work one way for that very reason that it's a lot easier to level up on console than it is to level up on mobile exactly yeah and exactly. what was the other one you said you can't go back and forth between banks. you can trade Bank, you can freely trade your pokemon, pokemon sword and shield directly to pokemon home and back but that is not the case with for pokemon bank let's go and pokemon go which is okay and pokemon let's go it's probably because once again you can't battle pokemon and like they don't have random encounters do they no. Yeah, so because they don't have random no, encounters, once right, again, right. it breaks the leveling system. Right, it totally breaks it. See, that's how we have Dom here. Explain. I mean, that's a good opinion. <laughs> that's probably why it is. Yeah. That's definitely probably... Uh, that's just my guess. I mean, what do I know? What so I let's know? go along with the pricing. So Nintendo Switch Online, what was it? It's like nineteen ninety nine a month I, or a year. I think, I think for a know. year, it's 20 bucks. I think it's 20 bucks a year. So you, you got the running order. You tell us. Yeah, because I think for three months... I'm just mo- quizzing you. I, I think for three months for me, it's like yeah five bucks, something like that for three months. So yeah, 20 Pokemon Home, it's priced at $16 a year. So my oh, point, wow. talking right here, so it's like a buck and change a month, which is not a lot, but it's more of the principle of what you're getting, all right, for the value. And that's what I'm at. Like, we already bought these games, and I told you I paid for that. Mm-hmm. We bought to pay for a, f- and now we have to pay for a function to enjoy these games just a little more, which just irks me. We well, should I mean, have these. We should have this. It's something I'd rather have, but at the same time, I get that it's a massive shift because as much as I was talking about transferring Pokemon from Game Boy Advance to DS to 3DS, those all had the technology built in. You had the Game Boy Advance reader, 
and they built that into right. the DS. And so you right. can make that transition. The DS and the 3DS are built on like the same wireless technology, you know, to my knowledge. Right. So they can communicate wirelessly with each other. That's fine. That was Dom's phone going off. But yeah. Like, but up. with this Switch and the 3DS games, my guess is they have to communicate through the internet because right. they communicate differently. Something like that. Yeah, it's not like before with like how they both shared like uh is it SEC wireless connection that they had before, uh where they can interact between each um each other's consoles. You mean or NFC? Whatever. Is it near NFC? F- NFC is near field communication. That's like what they have in credit cards and like Apple uh, Pay. I think that's what I think that's what they use for. I just remember it was some weird acronym for um for the I, connection. They I used don't know to what use. it was in the DS and the 3DS, but this is done through internet. So my guess mm-hmm. is that they have to maintain servers to look after everyone's Pokemon. And can you imagine how angry you would be, even if you're paying nothing, you lost all your Pokemon. if you put your Pokemon in this <laughs> and servers went down? I mean, remember when Sony got I hacked in 20- I don't want my 20- Pokemon in the cloud. Whoa, like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> my precious <laughs> Pikachu. Hey, hey, hold up. Remember when Sony got hacked in 2010? Oh, God. And everybody was mad because Sony, you know, the PlayStation Network was down for, how long was it down for, like- couple weeks a month right, right, right. it was oh, down for yeah, a while Jesus. and that's back when it was free so then they said you know playstation 4 launches all right you have to start paying for playstation plus because we need to maintain this right yeah, it costs exactly. money right well that's so, why i was know, just reading a, a thing this, uh, this today i pulled it up a 21 year old california man has pleaded guilty reportedly hacking gaming company nintendo over three years to access servers and steal confidential data including details and hardware games and developer tools that was oh, this week wasn't it for child porn as well that was on, that was also on there, but okay. But he also broke well, it. Well, let's not let's not you know put hacking Nintendo above child porn. But no, no, no. We did, I, I think one of those is the worst charge. He did both. It's just weird that those charges went hand in hand. He did both. I, I, well, I like the thought of that too. It's just like here's the uh, people can be in mute in like different ways. They're not mutually exclusive. Just because you're a hacker doesn't mean you can't also be a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I just I love the thought. Just like oh, second, man. it's like Wait, first or second degree pedophilia. First things first. Like, so. We don't get, you know, arrested or sued for defamation. He's been arrested for this. Has he right. been convicted? Oh, no. I've got nope. pleaded guilty to computer fraud well, and it. abuse and to possession of child So our point is it's, there we go. it's, it's so he impossible being hacked. Okay. That was our point. I don't <laughs> want to lose. Sorry from our Pokemon. We don't want our Pokemon yeah. to go. Okay. Yeah. This so, is like, this is like the Pokemon. weirdest. Hopefully uh, this guy's going to hack our Pokemon. So I'm just going to sum this up now. According to Kotaku, he has also pleaded guilty to child pornography charges. I was like, yeah, this is like the, this is so, the weirdest game of like seven degrees of everything, where it's yeah. like, hey, let's link Pokemon to the. It's- I don't know if Teresa's <laughs> laughing at us. I don't think I don't she know. hears this. All I know <laughs> is Teresa is yeah, a lady and a scholar, and that person is a hacker and a pedophile. <laughs> you look shocked for a moment when you start. All right, saying let's get that. back on track. So we start with the price. It's sixteen dollars a year. Oh man, you guys. <laughs> so yeah, sixteen dollars. Blame, is- blame the pedophile. Sixteen dollars <laughs> isn't a lot, but it's. Comparing, it's a lot when comparing to Nintendo Switch Online. It should be ten dollars a year, I think. And I have the full pricing right yeah, here. Yeah, I can, I can see that because yeah, if you're already paying like twenty bucks for the year or whatever, like if you're doing this yep. subscription you service, you can get for one trading. month yeah. of Pokemon Home for two ninety nine, three months for four ninety nine, twelve months for fifteen ninety nine. I mean, that's not bad. That's not too the, bad. If the money is going to different places, and once again, Nintendo owns the IP, but Game Freak makes the games. Yeah. So it comes down to who's in charge of managing the servers and how these games communicate. Yeah. Yep. Plus, I guess also, it bounces out the fact that they're um, the pricing. Like this, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially their subscriptions for not only online but this. Like, even if you added both of those on, compared to nothing to like what the uh, what the other consoles have for their subscription service, which I think is like 60 for a year. Right? Yeah, it's 60 for, for a year for PlayStation Plus, 60 for a year for Xbox Live, and then 20, what, 25, 25 for, a family pan, for a family plan for Nintendo yeah. Online? Yeah. 
plus, even if you pay for a year, 16, you're at 41. You're still at two thirds the cost of right. exactly, which is I why just it's, think it's it, weird. Yeah, well, no, it's definitely weird. I want to see it's not people, as like, reviews and see how really people take in. I mean, in depth you're right. It. It's one of those things you'd want to kind of be rolled in, right? But right. at the same time, you know, you do have games like that on other consoles too, like Final Fantasy 14, mm-hmm. where you have to pay the MMO subscription. Plus, you have to, you know, that's not pay the, for 15's the, game. the newest one. 15 just went on Game Pass. 14 today. is the MMO. So what? There's one one on Game Pass Day. I should be downloading when I get home. It's the 15 like multiplayer portion of it, like comrades. I think it's called. Yeah, but you had uh, that was an expansion. I think you just okay. paid one for this. 14 right. I'm talking about is an online MMO. Oh, where you right, actually right, have right. to pay like a World mm-hmm. of Warcraft style subscription. Right, right, right. Which actually I heard they're doing an update for 14. Apparently Shadowbringers was killing. Final Fantasy but, 14 online patch details. So we'll talk well, about no, that another day. Oh well, yeah, I don't Shadowbringers, that's what it is. I don't Shadowbringers was the latest DLC. I don't play that. I don't think you play that. I don't play it. Sergio, do you play it? No. No. And we're not <laughs> talking about it. We're moving on. Well, really quick to end on Pokemon Home, I just want to talk about the the features of each version, the basic free version and the premium paid version. So I have a little chart here. I'm going to have to try to explain it, but I'll do it as best I can. All right. The, the features, first one, moving Pokemon from Pokemon Bank Unavailable to the free version, available to the paid version. Next one. Number of Pokemon that can be deposited for the free version, 30 Pokemon. For the premium paid version, 6,000 Pokemon. Whoa, that's such a huge difference. Well, yeah, once again, but if you're just transferring Pokemon between Sword and Shield... Who needs six thousand? But there's all these I've seen. National Day. There's probably a lot. There's probably, and then they're all breeding. I I gave. Well, all those people who do the breeding and who put all this effort in, (laughs) then they want Nintendo to look after all. There are people, like I said, my friend Mario. I gave him Shield, and I've been like, "Yo, how have you been doing on it?" He's like, "I have a box of like thirty EV or like thirty boxes of EVs. I've been trying to get a whole party six of every EV." Every evolution, like there are people like that. There's people I've heard that ran out of boxes. I didn't even know you could run out of boxes on this new one. Yeah. I well, they, uh, that because they're mad. I think I'll say I think their max has almost always been like was it like twenty? Right. All right. Something so there's like another one. They talk about the Wonder Box. Yeah. There's a new thing. How to trade with Pokemon Home. You can trade directly from the Pokemon Home app. There are three different types of trading, which were room trades, friend trades, global trading, and there's Wonder Box. I think that's the mystery trade. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's what it was. So have you done on Pokemon? You could just press a Pokemon and you mystery trade it to anyone in the world and you get a random Pokemon back. I haven't done that, but I, I've heard of that functionality. Right, so I think it's the best feature of the game. I have I've mostly, or at least 40% have been from America. 60% have been from like people in Japan. And I'm getting oh, wow. like Charmanders, stuff that aren't even from the game. So I've gotten like crazy version specific Pokemon. So I think oh, wow. the, the random trade is the best feature. And I've told my friends to start utilizing it and they think it's the best. It's cool, but at the same time, it's not for me, at right. least me. It's I'm, just so fun. I'm solo play. I'm just, I play solo. I just yeah. want a mountain to conquer. That's why I'm excited right. not for this, but for the expansions where I'm going to get another story, where I'm going to get more people to fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, grew up watching Pokemon. Well, I want to be the, I want to be the very best. Right. I'm already like no the best. Fun, in the free fun. version, you could do three Pokemon in the Wonder Box. You could do three ma- random mysteries. And then the paid one, you could do 10. And I think it's funny because basically it's kind of like, screwing with Pokemon because it makes you like have this attachment with them but now if you're just getting 10 Pokemon and just throwing them out it's almost like you're putting Pokemon into like a coin dispensing machine and like seeing what you can get out it's almost like ruining the love oh. of these like Pokemon you're oh. just it goes from oh I'm very connected to this Pokemon to like oh let me put a quarter in and see what happens yep. <laughs> I mean I'm fine trading with friends but even I don't do that it's like I right. just I'll catch my own team right. yeah. I'll raise my own team and I'm, you know, I'm gonna go conquer that hill. Right. I think most of the time, if like I, I do any of the trading aspects, it's just to get exclusives. Right. 
So, like, yeah, between Sword and Shield, of course, to get those exclusives. Or if, like, uh, one of my friends needs something for their decks, but, like, yeah. they're having a hard time leveling up. This is the right? first okay, time in a while I've wanted to finish this Pokedex. I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one other thing, number of Pokemon can be placed in the GTS, which is the global trading system. For free is one. For paid is three. Room All trading right. is for free is participate. And room trading for the paid is participate and host. And then be a judge function is unavailable for free and available for paid. So... That's pretty much our thoughts on that. We have to right. go a little farther. I mean, we'll, Let, let's move on. Let's yeah. get another topic. And a that huge one's one, stale. Yeah. A huge one that we just talked about, which I'm excited for. I know Dom is. The huge Final Fantasy VII remake trailer came out. And this is meaty. It's like three to four minutes. There was a couple, like, a, da- a lot of new footage. A lot of details. You a get lot to see Cloud cross dressing, and it has. Yeah, I wish I it's showed my I forgot that scene was in that game. Have you oh, played yeah. any Final Fantasies? I've played, um, I've played a bit of seven. I tried playing. Is it 13 that came for the 360? 13, Thir- yeah. yeah. Yeah, 13 was for the 360. I played a little bit of that one. Didn't really like it, but uh, yeah, I played seven. I mean, for I'm a so bit. excited. All I, mean, I know, you guys, all I know is that. That cloud got my heterosexuality on the ropes, but Tifa's fighting back. Right, right. right. Tifa's <laughs> fighting back. She's throwing punches. I really loved it. I saw some people on Twitter kind of complaining or talking about the voice acting was a little weird, but I I love it. I think the voice acting spot on. For me, it's it fits perfectly in this world that they're making. I think it's great, and I'm excited for this game. I heard that people also say, which Dom stole the words out of my mouth, people think it's... Final Fantasy is a weird game. Like oh, what it's, they it's showed, just, It's yeah. just a weird franchise in general. Well, yeah. this is probably the weirdest... I think of it because I rebought it on Switch. It's like eight dollars. Mm. Yeah, it's but that's weird. The, that's the thing. Even the original, though, to me, they it kind of comes across as funny, but at the same time, they showed the light side of Final Fantasy. That's what they did. They showed the light no, side of it. No, but at the same time, they didn't treat it like it was a joke too much. They, you know, right. Cloud dresses up, and you can actually be the person the Dawn chooses. Right. right. Oh yeah. So. They don't beautiful. treat it like a joke. They don't like Cloud doesn't walk in and they laugh him out. No. No, right. They treat it It's like you're on a infiltration stealth mission. We need you to uh, Sergio, do we'll show you the It's not even that. It's like it's I mean it's it's, it, a, it's they good. Say fine, you know. They, they say, showed oh, combat yeah. off. The combat looks good. It's a lot a lot of story. It's about 3 4 or 5 minutes, a lot of cinematic story stuff and yeah. then a lot of combat which looks good. I think uh they really showed the light side of Final Fantasy because it's kind of a bizarre game at times, like very bizarre. I mean, the game at times, yeah. I think people have forgotten that this game is like really weird, you know what I mean? It's like the tone is—it's a weird game. Oh yeah, I mean, you at one point you're going in to uh, you're you're playing in like a, like well, a carnival know. or something. I mean, I agree that it's a weird game, but I don't. It's also one of those things where I don't really—I don't know. The cross-dressing thing isn't yeah. old either. I, I don't mean, care about. I feel like the tone of the game yeah. is right, and people should be excited. And I would have been mad yeah. if they got rid of all that crazy stuff and just made a a really grim game, like yeah. kind of a thing. Like, have you seen the new Mulan trailer? They took all it's live I've, action Mulan. They took all the the musical numbers out, so it's like this uh, grim Mulan. That's well, no, you're you're missing the thing you should be comparing it to, which came out like two years ago. Hmm. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Right, right. That's right. a dark oh, yeah. game. Everything's dead. Right. A lot, yeah. well, not everything's dead. A lot of things are. A lot dead. of things are dead. And, and lo- everything's destroyed. Right. You have these entire ruined villages overrun right. by monsters and right. these moving machines. But there's still that mission there yeah. where Link goes to the Gerudo village mm-hmm. and he has to dress up like a woman because they don't let men in. Yeah, and yeah. He gets in. And it's kind of like Final Fantasy where I don't, it's kind of just, they don't treat it like a joke. It's just something that he right. does to get in. Yeah, right, that's know. true. It's I not mean, just yeah. like for laughs and such. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have a purpose for them right. doing this. I mean, I was yeah. thinking, Whether it brings yeah. laughs is a different story, right, but right. it has a purpose. It's what they do with these recreations. It's like recreating an old painting that's been dead. So like huh. they wanted to, they kept the tone, which I yeah. think like you, you can have a game that is tonally dark 
and have moments where there's despair and heartbreak. Yeah. But it's also... Just like those moments that make you go, oh, this game is brilliant. Right. But then there's also, which Final Fantasy is, it's more campy, fun, like late 90s video game, which I have no problem with, which I like. Which that's what I was saying with the Milan trailer. It looks so serious. They took out all the dancing numbers. And that's why I thought when I was watching this trailer originally, I was like, oh, is this going to be like that? But then it puts more funny. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'd rather this than a 90-hour game of sadness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just 90 hours. So I'm Factory excited for that. Sadness. Also, it's it's way different. It's a game where you have mel- like a melancholy, menacing villain, but you're also like that's what I was saying. You have mini games where you play inside a theme park and chocobo race and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a lot of contrast. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with that. I'm definitely excited. All right. Um, what time next. are you running with? What time? I think we're good right now. Last topic. Right, last Atomic topic. Heart. All right. Atomic Heart. So this is a crazy game being made by developer Munfish. I'm pretty sure they're based in Russia. And it looks like a trippy mix of like Fallout and Bioshock. I'm excited. Like, he sent. I saw the trailer a couple days ago, and I finally yeah. did a little more research on it. And it's like it's kind of on above it. Bioshock yeah. too. Like you've got these yeah. weird like things just floating in the right, sky, right. like giant. Like you know how puddles of water just sit on the ground. Imagine like these giant puddles of water in right. midair. They're just floating. Like these like giant tubes. You can like it looks like you can jump. Well, they've into been them, really showing them. this off for a while. I forgot when I, I I was starting to read the or watch the trailer and I was like, I remember this. And I did some little search on the internet and then no one heard of anything from Atomic Art before it dropped this trailer in May. It says May 2018. And now it's one of this year's most anticipated shooters and it spots flashes of like Metroid or Metro, Bioshock, uh near Auto- Automata and Automata. Uh, Automata, that's what it was. And it's a uh, then they finally came out with this trailer again. It's taken a while, and I'm like, I'm excited. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just based off of the developer that Munfish. Sean Bobby, yeah, like, it's, Munfish. Okay. It, it caught my attention because I hadn't heard about this game until like not too long before we started recording this. Like yeah. just because uh, again, Dom had showed me the trailer, and it looks amazing. Like I hadn't heard anything about it, but now I'm like interested. I, I want it to come the out. The devs of the game say the story is a bit like an episode of Black Mirror. If the show were set Ooh. in a warped version of the Soviet Union sometime between the 30s and 60s. As the developer Munfish CEO Robert told IGN last year, the USSR still exists in this reality, but the technical revolution has already taken place. Robots and the internet holograms have been already been invented. All these innovations are submerged in the atmosphere of communism, confrontation with the imperialism of the West, and all the inherent political and social aspects of the time. Yeah. I'm kind of excited because it looks beforehand, great. I didn't, before this trailer, I don't remember seeing anything like this, but they it looks like they show superpowers in the trailer. Like, you can throw your hammer and it goes rocketing away from you. Right. And then they show, like, it looks like you're using telekinesis to kind of, call, like, call it back. Right. Like, it comes flying out of the sky in an yeah. arc and you just catch it. Which right, my right. first thought was comparing that to uh, either Thor summoning his hammer or that um, that scene from Iron Man 3 where he just stretches his arm out. He waits, like, five minutes yeah. and then the thing crashes yeah. onto his hand. Yeah. Well, yeah. more details come of that. We'll give you more news. Really quick to end the show, because this is something I really wanted to talk about, but we got really into everything else. We got really it's sidetracked. It's not really big news on PS5, but it's kind of. The PS5 website is officially live, and if you go to PlayStation.com, and Sony doesn't know the price yet, but it doesn't say on there, but if you go on the website, it says, we've begun to share some of the incredible features you expect expect from PlayStation 5, but we're not quite ready to fully unveil the next generation of PlayStation. Sign up below to be among the first to receive updates as we announce them, including news on the PS5 release date, PS5 price, and upcoming of PS5 launch games. So Ooh. what I learned from this, is basically it's an email to sign up to get new- news. Yeah. It says of PS5 launch games. We're getting more than one PS5 launch game. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, I would hope here. so. That's I mean, I don't think that was, for me it's it's cool because it just tells us, but at the same time, it's just one of those things where if they were ready to announce it, they would have announced it. Right. I think that means yeah. we're we're farther away from the real event than we thought, and that's I mean, 
I don't know. It's well, we'll weird. see. We'll it's, see. It might just be one of those things where they didn't want to let it go more than a month yeah. without some sort of response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, Xbox, not Xbox One, Xbox Series X reveal was at the Game Awards. Right. All right. So let's wrap it up here. We leave them off, though. No one knew about the coronavirus. They're right. going to see if we're okay. Well, we're going to have <laughs> we're going to have to do that no, next. No, we're okay. Uh, we're if, okay. If, we do an, if there's an episode next week, you guys are fine. If there's yeah, not, you guys went too hard sorry. on uh, too hard on Pokemon <laughs> well, Bank. Basically, the coronavirus well, has stopped shipping or stopped development of Switch co- Joy Cons and the Ring Fit, and I think the Animal Crossing Special right. Edition yeah. for a while. So we'll give you an update next week on that. If we're yeah. still all alive. All right, <laughs> all right. Later, I'm everyone. I'm Aiden. Sergio. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank yeah. you for having me. Have a good one, you guys. Later. Bye.